Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. All right, what's happening, Jeff? Hey, all right. And Tim Kalpakis. Hey, top of the morning to you. Oh, I like that. Blarney That's a nice Stone. thing to hear. Yep, yep, yep. Now, you guys ever kiss the Blarney Stone? Come on. Um, that thing's covered in piss. I wish you would kiss my ass. Come on now. <laughs> that thing's covered in piss, too. Hey, wait. You guys are, <laughs> you're Irish, right? You guys? Yes, I am, Tim. Yeah, hold on. Mike, why is your ass covered in piss? <laughs> <laughs> no, this, no, his is, his is, not me. This guy's having okay. some toilet issues. So here's why we're talking about Irish stuff. It, uh, St. Patrick's Day is coming, and we're preparing by pepping up slowly yes. with a peppy drink. Yes, we're preparing. Yes, St. Pat's draws nigh. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have a green sock to wear. Ugh. My advent calendar, uh, it has 17 days, and each day I open up one, and it shows a little Guinness beer inside. <laughs> I should have a little drip of beer. <laughs> yeah, there's a skanky-ass old drip of beer. You know what I like when uh, the old, like the leprechaun guys would have the uh, that long white pipe? Kind of like Gandalf's pipe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are cool. Those are pretty cool. We got to get those. Like Kel like from Celtic folklore. <laughs> yeah, remember I I, uh, I bought one of those, Jeff. Oh, yes. I remember. The big, long pipe. Yeah. Did you pack it up with a little Pineapple Express Maui Wowie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we took our cues from Rogan that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't we, uh, didn't it like not work or something? Or did it work? No, it worked great. No, it didn't work great. It was like uh, more show. I mean, it worked. Like it was an actual pipe. But uh, it was more, uh, I just looked up Gandalf pipe on Amazon and I got whatever <laughs> came up. Oh boy, I am looking at pipefails.com and it's got a picture of you guys oh, with this thing. No, <laughs> no, no. no. You can't get away from there. <laughs> Looks like you put it up the wrong end. Come on now. Hey, what do we got for booze news? Do we have any booze news? Oh yeah, we do, should do Dude, do, do, do. We got a fan submitted theme <gasps> song. Hit it. Whoa. 
Okay, kind of a kind of a culture clash for oh, that's our a good one. St. Pat's episode. That was Booze News Fiesta by Gavin Heingel. And I gotta say it reminds me of Sicko Mode, how you kinda start with one song and then er, we got a whole different yeah. song er. going. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I liked it, Gavin. Good job. That was that was great. Um I I like that the booze news everyone's taking your cue of using that high voiced thing and saying booze news, bitch. <laughs> Oh, right. That was my voice, too, and I did not license that to Gavin. Ooh, Gavin. Ooh. Uh, get ready. You're going to be hearing from my lawyer, dude. Uh, that's our first booze news blunder here on the pod. <laughs> lawyer up, lawyer um, up. Gavin, not a good look, dude. <laughs> not a good look, my man. Well, what are we talking about today? I mean, we have the hugest booze news of all ever, which is that we, this week, became Master Mixie Bartender Boys. <laughs> yeah! We, wor- we worked hard at it, and we did it. We stuck to it. Basically, what happened is this, folks. We took one class. And you can probably hear, you can hear a difference in our voices, and we probably seem yeah. more masterful. Um, a bartender by the name of Jack Schramm from a company called Gush reached out and said, Look, love the pod. You guys... Would you like to have a strong grasp of the fundamentals? <laughs> he said. He said. He he heard our podcast. And said, "I don't think you guys are doing everything right. <laughs> it's possible that you've made an error or two <laughs> or two. Well, I think we invited that when we said we didn't like some fan favorites like the Mar- like the Manhattan, like mm-hmm. the Negroni. Mm-hmm. You know, folks. Just because we don't." love your favorite drink don't get up our ass <laughs> <laughs> leave us be let but, us have our opinion yeah maybe we fucked it up that's our right <laughs> maybe we like fucking up and we're doing it on our own no but jack's point was a good one which is like hey you might uh it's anyone making cocktails you probably will have more fun doing it if you have if you know the fundamentals right. and i do think on this show when we take a little break and i go into my kitchen to make the drink I'm starting from scratch, <laughs> knowledge wise. I uh, I got to remind myself of the ABCs and the one, two, threes. I'm and I starting from scratch and I'm going fast because I'm trying to get back into the podcast here. So it's like just throwing everything in. Yeah. Amounts are all over the place. Yeah. He had, Jack had a lot of cool, like just little things and little like reasons why you do different things when you're putting a drink, when you're building a drink, which I, I thought that was cool. They have a thing they do Friday nights. They do something called a uh, high bar where anyone can watch and, and make drinks along and it's awesome and you should check it out. It's cool. They send you all the ingredients for it. Yeah, you can, you can get the stuff or you could also do a spectator pass and just watch along if you don't want to, you know, just want some entertainment, I guess. But we had a private lesson because we're podcast Illuminati. <laughs> royalty (laughs) we are basically rogan plus dax equals koenig and uh, (laughs) now jeff you kind of groaned where what happens when (laughs) rogan dax and koenig have a threesome (laughs) oh michael okay we're like um ackerman fucks tompkins okay (laughs) um and we're the love child. No, Jeff. Lean on that edit button, buddy. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> we had a private class where we covered the basics. What did we, we did um, four cocktails. One was built in a glass, the old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. The other was stirred, the martini. The mm-hmm. other was shaken, a gimlet. And then a highball, the Tom Collins. So we learned the, like, the little... What kind of t- tips and tricks did you guys pick up? Uh, one I thought was interesting. You use... If you're shaking a drink... Use more ice than you think you need. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Yep. 
And I feel like we've been learning that, but then it was also like even way more ice. Use yeah, yeah. And I think where you're like, you want the glass you're pouring into to be cold. Yeah. And even if it's up without ice, you put ice in it and then you chuck the ice when you pour the drink in it because you want the glass to be cold. Or like we're going to do tonight, you want to pour your thing into a warmed mug. Ah, a little foreshadowing. Ah, these are good little tips. Little tips, little tricks. And yeah, he. I mean, he worked at, uh, he's worked at like big, like a real cocktail bar type place. The places. nomad he, in Manhattan. He knows what's going on. I felt like what I picked up, a little, uh, like, yeah, when you're, like, stirring, the way you stir along the outside of the glass and you stir until until it gets cold. Yeah, I was a bad stirrer. I got yeah. better at that. It's still kind of tricky. Shake. You shake until you are you can't shake anymore because it's too cold for your little handies. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, like, squeezing the squeezing the orange and the lemon, like, getting a, a not a zest, doing yeah. the express properly, expressing yeah. oh, it yes, properly. Yes, and getting just a little bit of pith. To hold it all together. No oh, fruit. You want just a little bit. No flesh. No, no fruit. fruit. No, no fleshy. flesh. Also, he cautioned against combining olive juice with vermouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They kind of do the same job or like yeah, they, they don't go together. cancel each other out in a bad way. So you kind of want to pick one. Yeah. Oh, you just reminded me of another thing he does. This is the slop heads should do this. When you're making a drink, ice is the last thing because you can never correct once you have the ice in there, that's the drink. But when you're building a cocktail, be it in a mixing glass or a shaker or right in the glass, you start with the smallest amount thing and you go to the bigger volumes. So you start with the bitters, mm. then the liqueur, mm-hmm. then the gin or whatever the main liquor is. And the whole reason is if you fuck up, then you can stop and you're wasting less. But if you do what I do, which is a big glass of ice and then gin and then <laughs> the wrong thing, I say, honey, Where's the dumpster? Well, I just say, well, it looks like I'm drinking a bad drink. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, that was like he said, that's a bartender thing. Like a bar owner is like, if you're going to have to throw out a drink, throw out the cheap stuff before you add the last uh, expensive thing. But that's a good like fundamentals thing. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's like, hey, if you want to get into this world, these are the building blocks to a good craft. Yeah. And now we know all that stuff. And now we are unassailable yeah if you could see us right now on the zoom we're all wearing fedoras and we have waxy mustaches and vests Mm -hmm. (laughs) we look awesome we look awesome that was a fun time i had fun thanks jack (laughs) thanks i think he listened so thanks to jack for having us anything else for booze news no that's it for booze news boo 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 Woo! let's get into the fucking drink yikes today we're talking about Irish coffee. Oh, pep, pep. Ooh, I wish we were playing some little uh, Irish music right here, Jeff. Ooh, that would be nice. Yeah, maybe it comes on right now. <laughs> yes. Ooh, I hear it. I can see the rolling hills. Now, for a long time, people have been adding spirits to coffee. Since the mid-19th century, people were doing it in France, they were doing it in Germany, they were doing it in Austria... Some of them even had whipped cream, but they weren't Irish coffee like we're talking about today. No, no, no. That shit doesn't count. There are, like a lot of our drinks, dueling origin stories. Oof. But here's the big one. In 1942, Joe Sheridan, head chef at the restaurant and coffee shop at Foynes Air Base in Ireland, added Irish whiskey to some passengers' coffee after some particularly rough and cold flights. Mm. Ten years later... Stanton Delaplane was a travel writer. He's born to do that sort of thing. (laughs) For the San Francisco Chronicle. 
He had it in Ireland, and then he liked it so much he brought the recipe to Buena Vista Cafe in San Francisco, which served it in November 1952, and where Joe Sheridan later came to work once he emigrated to the U.S. Oh. How about that? So it's not like they stole his recipe. He said, hey, you're doing it over there? I'm going to come over there. (laughs) (laughs) Steal it back. And then uh, a different Joe, Joe Jackson of the Ulster Hotel in Donegal, North Ireland, takes issue with this origin story. He says that I did this in my hotel. I served black coffee with sugar, Irish whiskey, and a layer of cream. I invented the Irish coffee. And he says that he got it from uh, his time in the Merchant Navy in World War II. The Navy would uh, mix rum and coffee to ward off hypothermia and stay awake at night. Mm. Ah. And so he experimented, and he came up with what we now call the Irish coffee, which is... 50 milliliters Irish whiskey, 120 milliliters hot coffee, (laughs) four ounces. Not too hot. You might burn yourself. Not too hot. Another 50 milliliters fresh cream. (laughs) (laughs) And who could forget a teaspoon of sugar? (laughs) How do you put them all together? You're probably wondering. Yeah. I I I thought it was just take each separately and then have them mix in your stomach. No? Mike... Have you learned nothing? (laughs) No. Warm black coffee is poured into a preheated Irish coffee glass. Whiskey and at least one teaspoon of sugar is added and stirred until dissolved. (laughs) Then, fresh, thick, chilled cream is carefully poured over the back of a spoon held just above the surface of the coffee. Just so. The layer of cream will float on the coffee without mixing. (laughs) And that's how you serve it, and that's how you drink it. You drink the coffee through the cream. You drink the coffee. Yes, you definitely drink the coffee. But what about my giant mustache? Is the cream going to get tickled up in there? Oh, Tim, you're fucked. Jeff, is there a garnish? No. Really? I mean, is the cream a garnish? No. No, I guess not. The cream's part of the drink. Some say no. A lot of people would agree. (laughs) Some say no, and everyone else would also say no. And uh, one of the things that I'm going to do today that I pulled from Jack, because I I couldn't get any good coffee or any really high quality whiskey, (laughs) is I'm going to whip my own cream in the shaker. Me too. Oh, yeah. I got cream from the grocery store. I'm going to shake the hell out of it. I might listen to that one Devo song while I'm doing it. Mm, Yes, their cover of Satisfaction. Oh, for crying out loud. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Wow. I'm going to take a little page out of J- uh, Jack's book, and I got some uh, some Indian cinnamon, and I'm going to sh- 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 oh. right over the top. I am going to do this to the letter of the law, IBA style. Um, but then, yeah, Jack makes it with uh, a few fancy ingredients that we can explain later. But what do you, I wanted to ask you guys, have you had this? Because I feel like I'm like Irish coffee. Sure, I've probably had that and i can picture a few brunches where i've ordered a coffee that was spiked but then i was watching some youtube videos of this place in san francisco the buena Mm. vista cafe and as much as we talk about the bars of san francisco on this show 
we have not been to the Buena Vista Cafe. It's like we've been near it because it's That's good it's enough. near uh, uh, Ghirardelli Square over by <laughs> the uh, Fisherman's Market, like touristy type area. And it's a cool looking cafe with a cool neon sign. But I watched a YouTube video. They line up these glasses and they're not coffee cups. They're like little pedestal uh, liqueur glasses. Yeah. And oh, the dude, he, it's very cool the, the way he's like, tosses a bunch of sugar cubes then he pour he dumps a whole pot of coffee it splashes all over the place and he puts it in like 20 glasses at once then he goes down the line with Tullamore dew and then he fraps up the cream with like a like a metal with what cup. with what like a fucking ice cream shake maker looking thing that fraps huh? up the cream oh um and when i looked at the finished product i was like oh no i've not had this i uh i've never seen it have you guys uh witnessed this i can tell you tim with all my irish honesty i've never had one. <laughs> oh, oh wow well and the famed irish honesty would really make yeah. sure that you're telling the truth Duds. jeff have you what? Uh, I, I've probably tried to add like, uh, you know, I've clumsily maybe added like whiskey to coffee like once or uh-huh. twice. And you know what? This drink's got a little uphill battle with the J-Man. Oh, he's not liking it. But before we get into all that, you want to make these drinks? Yeah, baby. Yes. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you get, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts, 
piss me off on a daily basis. I've got it's weighing me down. What am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppyboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppyboys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. Hey folks, we want to slow down for a second and talk about a podcast we love called You Are Worthy with Lil Mookie B. It's a podcast about empathy, therapy, positivity, and love, among others. Comedian, actor, and social media influencer Michael Mookie Blakelock, a.k.a. Lil Mookie B, began attending therapy just a few months ago. And instead of keeping the gifts of therapy to himself, he has decided to spread the love and positivity throughout the world by sharing the message of therapy and making sure that people understand that they desperately need therapy too so that they can be just like him and have empathy just like he does. Wow, what a mission he's on. Each episode, Mookie welcomes your favorite comedians and improvisers, other than himself, of course, upon the podcast. As if that wasn't enough, he will share with you what he's learned in therapy that week, lead you through guided meditations and affirmations to help you through your boring everyday life, and answer life advice questions from listeners whose lives are falling apart. It's a great podcast. What can I say? We love Mookie. He's helping people. He's doing the work. You have to check it out. Listen everywhere podcasts are listened to, and remember that you are Worthy with Lil Mookie B. We're back in Irish <laughs> coffees in hand. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys overshake your cream and turn it into butter? Almost. No, my, my cream is still creamy. I shook it a ton. <laughs> I I shook mine so hard that it, I churned it, and now I got country crock on top. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing, I think, is going to be terrible. <laughs> okay, let's let's sip. I got a lot to say. Oh, oh baby, that is delectable. Mm. Ooh, Mike, you made a face. What's going on, buddy? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Use use your mm-mm. words. Mm-mm. Tell your friends. I don't want to use my words. Well, in a podcast is a very verbal medium, Mike. Well, uh, yeah, especially if we're talking about uh, usual suspects. Anyway, <laughs> oh, what a movie buff! <laughs> verbal kin, look it up, folks. Well, here's my biggest problem. Let's not start with the problems. What do you guys think? <laughs> No, how are, how are you, your sips? You started. You kicked us off with a frown. The cat's out of come the bag. Come on, what are you? Come on, you're having a great time over there. Let's it, hear it about all like. the weird mistakes you made. Did you use an ashy <laughs> glass? What did you do? Okay, so I got decaf coffee. Sure, because it's late here. It's it's nine fifteen. I'm gonna 
put a, it's not late, but it's too late for coffee. Okay, but you didn't just get decaf coffee, you got... I got instant coffee, because <laughs> they didn't have any other type of <laughs> decaf coffee. And I don't have a coffee maker, so what the, you know, what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> sure. And I think that is a big problem here. Because <laughs> this does not taste good. You should have gone to Starbucks and got a nice, good decaf. Ooh, that's mm-hmm, not a bad mm-hmm. idea, Timmy. But Mike, you boiled water and you added the decaf crystals to the... That's how you do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't use instant. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't drink coffee, and this is bad. I've had coffee before, and this is not (laughs) good. And um, I guess I didn't shake the cream enough. The cream is not (laughs) as hard as I'd like it to be. Uh, And instead of sugar, I used simple syrup. That was the... uh, Well, that seems okay. It almost seems like simple syrup you could use like in any coffee, huh? It would dissolve quicker. Mm Mm-hmm. Some for you coffee drinkers out there. When you're at uh, Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, they do have a little yeah. bottle of syrup on there. That's, that's the yep. same. Well, I usually pop in there if I'm making a cocktail. Mike, <laughs> let's talk cream. Yeah. I went looking for heavy whipping cream in a small bottle. It's fucking impossible to find. I that's know. what I got. I got that. I was just trying not to come home with a half gallon of heavy cream. <laughs> and so I got regular. It just said whipping cream. <laughs> in a small bottle, not heavy whipping cream, which was also there in a big bottle. I got the little bottle of whipping cream. And you know what? Suits me just fine. <laughs> um, I like that, Jeff. I'm glad. Well, I'm going to mix this up a little more. Maybe that's the problem. It's just not mixed. I shook the hell out of it, but I, I didn't want to end up with a solid like uh, Jack warned. <laughs> I didn't hear that warning. And I, if I had heard it, I'd have heeded it. It was in an email. Damn. Um, my cream situation is guess what my cream is from uh left over from the golden dream because i was well that's old cream tim (laughs) that's a long time ago it was a very long time ago and i was so insistent i'm like you jeff i was like i'm not gonna buy yet another big cream just to dump it all out in a month and i had a big ass cream in my fridge and i was like i'm using it and i looked (laughs) yesterday i looked at the label and it is a week past expiration. All right. Oh, and all right. I smelled it, and it smelled only a little funky, but I said, maybe that's just like around the cap. Yeah. So I used it, and it worked okay. That's good. On the cap. Did you, did you though, you know, you were going to use your own cream. Did you still go to the store and say, I'm not using this cream because I got some at home. Yeah. So I don't need to use this. The guy at Albertson said that, for future reference, like when you want to use your own creams, you don't need to go to the dairy section and fill them in about that at all. Like you, you can just Announce go it. ahead and they do don't it. care. They just don't care. He's like, don't lecture me. I have stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you and I don't like you. Let's talk whiskey. Whiskey makes me fris- frisky. What else? What else is there to say? <laughs> I didn't get the fancy stuff. I did Jameson's, a classic standby Irish whiskey. Jeff, you're not alone. I'm with you, my man. Jameson's yes. Whiskeroo. Uh, you guys, hold on one second, because Timmy's on board. He got Jameson. Oh, it's Jameson Woo! time. Zazoo. But this is interesting because our cocktail genius friend, Jack, said that he likes to use Powers whiskey because it's full bottled. And at full bottled. Full bodied. <laughs> I guess it's because full they bottled. Sell, they sell a full bottle of it. It is full bottled. <laughs> most you'll find most liquors are sold full bottle. 
The Buena Vista Cafe in San Francisco uses Tullamore Dew because it's gentle. And I and they uh-huh. did warn against some of the harsher ones. So when mm. I'm tasting this coffee, um, I gotta say it's working for me, and I'm kind of loving loving this kind of velvety mouthfeel. But yes, Jameson's is kind of uh, a sharp, harsh taste. It's poking out. I like it though. Yeah. I'm, I'm tasting the Jameson's cutting through pretty pretty good here. Uh, I like the proportions too. Whenever we make these drinks, I'm always like, only a half a cup of coffee, like a literal a half cup, right? And I think that's not enough to make anything I want to drink. <laughs> sure enough, uh, the proportions work so great. Loved it on the first sip. I'm still loving it. Well, my other issue with the coffee, I as I was pouring it into my mug, well, don't you know it spilled out onto my fingers and burned my fingers. <laughs> yeah, this was a mess to me. Boiling I, hot water. Between making coffee and boiling water and shaking cream, my kitchen's a fucking mess after making this tiny drink. It was a lot to do. The cream's all over. I mean, with all that work and all that prep, the writing is on the wall that this might be appointment only. But I'm not going to get to that for Tim, until... don't the- get ahead of yourself. Oh, yeah, and we don't shit. know, like, maybe Hanford will come around and love his drink <laughs> by final Yeah, maybe thoughts. I'll get so drunk off this whiskey that I love anything. Um, Hey, I wanted to ask you guys about Jameson, though. Mm. What do you want to know, Tim? A, I got my ass reamed because I said one week... I didn't know what the difference between bourbon and rye was, and I was talking out of my ass, and I said that that rye and Irish whiskey are similar. They are. I'm tasting this right now. It tastes a lot like rye. But my question for you guys is, Jameson as a brand used to be king. Yeah. I remember we heard from a bartender, maybe at Bird's, that people would order Jameson two to one more than any other name brand liquor at all. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's fallen off right is jameson's not as popular as it once was i i still hear like shots of jameson if, oh, you yeah. know i feel like it's it's good in the shot community but you're right i mean the name uh doesn't have the panache it once had <laughs> it's it's a nicer whiskey than like jack daniels and jim beam right gotta be considered you're talking about a different genre, so like it's got its own levels of Jameson even, you know, and you can go right up the shelves with, you know, separately Irish whiskey versus bourbon versus rye. But their name brand, recogni- I feel like they, they were king. And then like 10 years ago, I started seeing billboards and ads for um, Bushmills. And then I started hearing mm-hmm. about Tullamore Dew. And then more recently, I think I um, somebody on YouTube said that, Proper 12 is is really good for Irish coffee and then it's catching up to Jameson in popularity overall. But maybe Jameson is, um, they haven't made enough zigs, zigs and zags. <laughs> Flop era. <laughs> they haven't really done anything to say, hey, for Gen Z. They need to come out with a fiery sort of cinnamony shot fireball type of thing. <laughs> they need a TikTok dance. They yeah, need a really. TikTok dance. And they need to go viral like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, I, when I went to the liquor store, the one I, I found that had pow, uh, Powers, I went there and I said, okay, let me see this Powers here. It's a huge bottle for $70. And I was like, oh, I think I'll take that <laughs> tiny bottle you got right behind you there for whatever, five. <laughs> Goodbye. And as far as that bottle of Powers, why don't you take it, put it up your own ass, and leave me alone. <laughs> 
Guys, I was just licking the cream out of my glass. Me too. And I, I got this glass stuck on my chin and I panicked while you guys were talking. I hope I didn't, you didn't see, but it suctioned <gasps> onto my chin. And I, oh, I, boy. I, I pulled and went. <laughs> oh. I think that happens to a lot of the San Franciscans that drink. You know, it happens to Joe Rogan all the time. <laughs> that's like that's like a, a somebody from Aesop's Fable getting their head stuck in a jar. Oh man! Oh boy! Or Winnie the Pooh was that his thing? You know what this yeah. reminds me of? What? I'm gonna tell it. We might cut it. Tell it. We were all at a bachelor party. Oh yeah! One of the. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say? Is, yes, I know this one. Say it, but you'll bleep a name. Tell it for Tim, but, but cut it. Okay. We got some exotic dancers. No funny business. And we, you know, I said mean, it's like, a funny business to be in, but continue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we said, help yourself to our snacks. And, you know, there's some drinks over here, whatever. And one of them got their hands stuck in a. In a family-sized carton of goldfish because they wouldn't, they grabbed too big a handful of goldfish and they were trying to shake the carton off their hands. And it reminded me of, there is like a Grimm's fairy tale or something about like a squirrel who like got stuck in a trap because they couldn't their greed, like, put them at risk. You know, like, if they, if they only grabbed just enough, they would have been fine, but they were too greedy and they got stuck in the trap. <laughs> and they shall have none. I remember that even yeah. as that, that parable being updated, like, like maybe on, like, the TV show Dinosaurs, it was like, <laughs> oh, you reached for too many pickles and you can't get your hand out of the pickle jar. It's, it's a timeless tale. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, my chin... <laughs> wanted wanted so much cream <laughs> that I got stuck, and I did panic for one second. Like my heart skipped a beat, and I had that feeling of like I'm stuck. <laughs> you know when you get like you're in a car and the seatbelt gets like stuck tight, you're like, oh my god, I'm never gonna get out of this. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. They got they got too overzealous with the seatbelts. Anyway, did you put cinnamon in your uh, on your drink? Oh fuck, I totally forgot. I had a fun time. Uh, sh- uh, you know, kind of uh, microplaning it in there, and I think the cinnamon is good. But you, so, so you have a stick and a grater. I got a stick, yeah. And cinnamon was a tip from Jack, right? Right. Yes, I went to the uh, spice store he recommended, and uh, somewhere in Manhattan, I forget what it's called. It's a, it's a, a uh, it's a bazaar. I forget what it's called. Um, uh, is it a, a Rockefeller Center? I want to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thirty Rock. It was it was the gift shop shop of Thirty Rock. Yeah. And it, you walk in there and my, uh, you know, believe me when I tell you, I've never seen so much spice in my entire life. It was you rows and walls of spices and lentils and this and that. Oh, man. Whew. And people are buying this stuff. And I said, you know what you're doing here. <laughs> Only in New York. <laughs> Only in New I York. long for the days where people would be like famous merchants because they would come to port with all the finest silks and spices. <laughs> Well, Jeff, all you'll need to do to find a good story about spices is when Doom comes out in theaters next summer. Doom? Oh, Dune. Dune. Did I say Doom? No, you, it's just, you know, all garbled from the internet. They should put Doom on, on theaters. That would be dope. Could you imagine playing Doom on a theater screen? Let's bring it back to the drink. Yeah. Why? Do you... <laughs> Because I have something to say. Because <gasps> you want to talk about something that's I sucks. have something to say. Me, Jefferson Dutton. <laughs> Finally, it is my time. Isn't that, isn't that the strangers with candy thing she says all the time? <laughs> <laughs> 
I have something to say. I don't know. I'm not really a comedy fan. Continue. How do you feel about this versus the hot toddy? A hot toddy. Um, while I love them both, this is more exciting because well, this is sort of a Sophie's Choice situation. Then here's what I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> at late at night, cozied up on the couch watching a film, I'm reaching for the hot toddy. Uh, out at brunch with my boys, looking to start the day yeah. off right. I'm reaching <laughs> for the Irish coffee. One goes up, one goes down. Yeah, you're, you better not be drinking this on the couch at night, Tim. You'll be up uh, till you'll need another coffee in the morning. Um, on a serious note, I'm probably going to have to have some Z-Quil tonight in order to sleep. Um, yeah, you probably will. Yeah, I did uh, decaf. I, I'll admit it. Oh, Here's what I say to the hot toddy and this Irish coffee. Mm-hmm. I say dump them both out and give me a goddamn tequila sunrise. Awesome. Oh, shit. That's right, He's folks. the best. I want to drink tequila sunrise. Hey, he's the king. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm, I go this over hot toddy. Absolutely, ten times out of ten. It's delicious. I bet this is like one of those ones. If I if somebody makes it for me properly, I will enjoy it. Hmm. Let me ask you. Uh, we should do a little bit of uh, to quote uh, Linda Richmond coffee talk. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What is your uh, Mike? You've been getting off the coffee lately, Jeff. You, what is your daily coffee in intake? Because coffee at night, I never have it. But I was watching an episode of All in the Family, and they brought out mm-hmm. after dinner coffee. And then I feel like I've seen that in the old days. People would have coffee, or you know, you're at a diner, like in high school, people would right. drink coffee in diner. But, or, do you ever have coffee other than? The morning Joe and then the afternoon pick me up. I would I drink two cups of coffee uh, in the morning as soon as I wake up. But one after ha- the other, like you you one after the other, railroaded, cannonballed. Is that out of like is that out of like boredom? <laughs> out of what? Well, out of like boredom because when I was drinking coffee a lot, I would have <laughs> three in the morning just because it was like something to do. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I do the bad thing they tell you not to do when you wake up, which is like I I do a solid like half hour of looking at my phone and drinking coffee before I shower and whatever else. Me too. It's no, I do that thing where I wake up, I go for a five mile run, I read the entire newspaper and get a lot of writing done before I even eat breakfast. Michael, I do that. Tell me the newspaper isn't the gray lady. It's the whole thing, too. And then I have insightful conversations for the rest of the day. <laughs> Shit. Oh. I hate that thing. As far as the after-dinner coffee thing, I feel like we've had we've had big dinners or whatever where they come around and say, dessert, coffee, and occasionally pe- people will say, like, I'll do a coffee. And if I know we're going to hang out after dinner or something, I'll do a coffee. That's nice. At an Italian restaurant, instead of dessert, you get cappuccino. It looks so fun, but I... I'm too scared of the caffeine. Especially in espresso. Like, now, uh, maybe Mike, sp- what's your take on espresso? Yeah, why do they call it espresso? Is it because it just makes you <laughs> move? Okay, uh, now, Jeff, you were saying? I just don't know why they call it espresso. That's all. Go ahead. That's Jeff. it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Fuck. I know the, the coffee The coffee after the, the dinner is feels like an old time, an old like 80s, 90s thing. Adults would do it. Adults. But I don't know. I wonder if adults are doing it now. 
What about all the 90s people in Seattle hanging around the coffee shops yeah, and they're saying, hey, right. give me a latte, give me a macchiato. Tim, do you remember a time, this was when we were living in LA, or like we didn't have, we still had like day jobs and we had to go in the morning to yeah. <laughs> like drive through traffic to do uh, a day job. Do you remember when I drank a bunch of coffee in the morning and got to work and I got on instant messenger or whatever and started talking to you about uh, pavement, the band. <laughs> no, I got like I was like firing. I got really excited about pavement, and I was like firing off all these messages to you. And we were talking about it. I was like, "Oh man, sorry. I think I had like way too much coffee this morning." I do have a memory of like you and I being into uh, gold sounds. Or, or some of the Crooked Rain stuff. Maybe it was all in, influenced by caffeine. It was all, yeah, it was a conversation that was fueled by uh, coffee. And it just felt like, you know, my, the closest I've been to like a cocaine high where I'm getting a lot done. But it's just coffee and talking to you about a band. <laughs> Mike, I don't remember you not drinking coffee. Like, I know you do tea sometimes, but it is, is this a recent thing? Yeah, this was when uh, I went to the doctor and my blood pressure was in a super hypertension level. And I, they thought, I the, the level that says, go, go see a doctor immediately. <laughs> okay. Wait, but, it was Mike, the time tell, I went to the doctor. Tell him about how you, yeah. I went to the doctor and my blood pressure was, I went for like my knee, something with my knee. And they took my blood pressure because I hadn't been to the doctor in a while. They're like, whoa, this is really high. They're like, let's just, they did like try to take it a few more times. And they're like, just see the doctor. And then, um, <laughs> and then uh, before you leave, we'll take it again. Just see if like it calmed down or something. I was like, okay. And they took it again. They're like, okay, go home. Uh, come back like in four hours and we're going to do it again. <laughs> so I went back to the doctor. <laughs> I went back to the doctor and I sat in his office and uh, the nurse came in to uh, do my blood pressure. And she did it and she was like, whoa, <laughs> it's really high. I was like, oh man. She's like, hold on. And she went out into the hallway where she talked to the doctor and she was like, okay, the blood pressure guy's back. I was known in the office as the blood pressure guy because it was like, it was something like oh 200 God. over 100. Just throwing off all the instruments. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was insane. You can hear them out in the hall. The fucking guy. He's back. He's back. Oh, no, fuck. We hate when he comes here. And she, oh, no, she's, she said, uh, before she said the blood pressure guy's back, she showed it to another nurse, a different nurse, and the other nurse was like, oh, shit. <laughs> they had this, oh, this conversation right out, right outside my little waiting room. Uh, okay. You're like a famous fabled patient to them. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. So if you got a pinprick, the blood would just shoot out of you. <laughs> I'm under control now. But um yeah, they said stay off coffee and uh you know other things, I guess. I've had the embarrassing thing of because I I'm like um they told me I'm not Hanford levels, but I'm like borderline. So I, when I go in for my annual physical, I'll, they'll kind of be like, yeah, home, uh, one, one thirty-five over 90. That's, that's a little high. Do you have any uh, blood pressure in your high blood pressure in your family? And I'll be like, yeah, I do. And they're like, mm, 
uh, and so right now, like, are, are you nervous? And it's, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> to, like the idea, I'm like, I don't know, maybe I have no idea. But but it's, it's, <laughs> it's so funny that that's an aspect to it, that you could just be sitting in a doctor's office and they know that, <laughs> that your, your blood pressure went up. And I can't lie to them. I've had that thing where I accidentally hold my breath when they do it. Right, 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 right. And they have to, and I, and I, and they're like, oh, it's just like, you're dying or something like this. And yeah. my, my heart will just be like, the f- <laughs> the f- <laughs> you, fully, you flatline. Yeah. So and then I have to be like, oh, sorry, I held my breath. But I kind of instinctively will do that sometimes. Well, it's a weird thing. It is a weird thing. But then again, life can be weird. Hey, would you guys mind if I uh, uh, just change the subject for a second? Sure. So I was online the other day, the internet. <laughs> yes. And I came across this guy who does... Uh, movie reviews. Hmm. And I said, wow, this would be a cool segment for the show. So I contacted him. His name is Zuby Condorino. He's a great guy. Um, uh-huh. And he, uh, uh, yeah, agreed that he'd come on the show and uh, record a little piece for us and, and right. do a, a, a movie review. He, he said, he, I said we could call it Booze News Movie Reviews. That might be funny. Yeah. He reviewed a movie that came out and um, did it specifically for us, and uh, here we go. Okay, yeah. So this is Zuby Condorino with the with his movie review. Hey, okay, hey, welcome, moviegoers, to Booze News Movie Reviews with me, Zuby Condorino. Today, I'm talking about the latest from Warner Animation, Tom and Jerry. Now, let me just ask you something. No, no, let, me, let me just, no, hold on. Let me just ask this one thing. I just got to ask, who the hell gives two bullshits about a cartoon from the 1940s, okay? No, 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 please, enlighten me. Are you honestly going to take time during your day, put money down and say, you know something, I think I want to go see a silent cartoon cat and mouse from the fucking 40s clown around for an hour and a half. Who the fuck has time for this movie? Now, hey, oh, no, hey, no, 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 come on, no, 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 hey, no, come on, no, no, don't get me wrong, okay? I don't have anything against silent mice on a movie screen, all right? I think the Sorcerer's Apprentice segment on Fantasia is one of the most eloquently designed and executed pieces of cinema bar none. But as for Tom and Jerry, I watched 30 seconds of the trailer for this 10-ton pile of hog shit, and I could feel my chick Piccata lunch about to jump back out of my throat and pay me a little visit all over my laptop screen. And trust me, getting barf all over my brand new Dell Inspiron 5000 with a 15.6 inch screen doesn't particularly interest me. It's brand new. Got it from Best Buy Computers. Very good condition. Okay, now, hey, wait, let me return back to the point that I'm trying to make here, alright? I was furious at myself for even watching 30 seconds of this Rottweiler diarrhea stain of a trailer. Got me all riled up, I had to take a steam bath just to unwind. 
Now, as any fan of my channel knows, I am trying to live my life to the fullest, comprehending that every breath could be my last. And here I am, watching the Grim Reaper inch closer and closer while I'm looking at a screen with the likes of Chloe Grace Martez having a failing comedic quip exchange with a few thousand cells of feline animation. Not my idea of a good time at the movies. So, it comes down to this. My final grade for this scum bucket of loose toad fecal matter of a movie is an F. But hey, look, no, hey, come on. If you wanna go, no, hey, no, no, but hey, look, if you wanna go watch 101 minutes of your life being sucked out for all eternity time, I guarantee you will not get back, then by all means, be my guest, okay? But I gotta tell you, I don't know when this thing comes out. I don't know what theaters it's gonna be in, and I don't even know if it's streaming anywhere. And honestly, I don't give a flying rat shit fuck. All right, I gotta cut it right here because I gotta jump on the phone with a representative from the Jersey City Ocean Adventures Company. I'm trying to get back my money from a whale-watching endeavor that was canceled in October due to COVID restrictions if you actually believe that this pandemic isn't a full-blown hoax. That's it for Booze News Movie Reviews with your host, which is me, Zuby Condorino. And as always, grab me a popcorn, would you? And no salt, I got a sodium thing. Take it easy. Okay, there we go. That's uh, man, Zuby Condorino's movie <laughs> booze news movie review. Okay, so. you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Tom and Jerry, skip it. Zuby skip is it. not a fan. Zuby's In as many words, skip it. <laughs> you know, I asked him. I asked him. I said, Zuby, can I cut this down at all? He said, Don't touch a thing. It's all right. I don't know what you would cut. I mean, the thing about his. Dell Inspiron computer? No, he wants to get all the uh, all the info out. <laughs> he, he wants to get out there. He's a journalist. Thanks, Zuby. <laughs> Thanks, Zuby. Folks, we'll be right back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. As I would not normally make a, whing- a whiskey ginger with rye, 
I'm not going to tell anybody. Hey, yeah, that's secret. Secret. I got secret. one of these uh, San Pellegrino ginger beers. Oh, I've never had mm. that. It looks great. It's a little not as good as the Bundaberg. All right. Hey, folks, we're back with our final thoughts Ow. on the Irish coffee. What do you think? Michael, we, we know you don't like it. No, I'm not eat, drinking this again. No way. I'm not making it myself. That's for sure. <laughs> no way. No way. No way. No how. Uh, yeah, this is this was a combination of bad coffee and uh, I think I think I honestly think it's the bad coffee that did it. Hmm. Damn. Well, let's say yeah. you had maybe the highest quality coffee. <laughs> yeah. What if it was simply delectable? Oh, my God. I would have one every morning. <laughs> Timothy. Um. I love it. I'm going to have it a lot. And I thought of an anecdote I wanted to share. Ooh. Um, I was just thinking during the break about, uh, I was thinking of coffee. Uh, and then sure. I was, I was thinking, Who could blame you? Is it for closers? <laughs> yes. No, I was just thinking of Mike. Do you remember we were in Seattle for the birthday boys doing sketch fest? And then we went to yeah. the original Starbucks. Uh, mm-hmm. Were you both there for that? Jeff, were you there for that? No. Uh, when was this? Hmm. Ten years ago, we were in Seattle for the. Uh, oh, don't no, me. I think it was just us because here was a funny adventure. We went to, you know, there's this, there's the place out there where they throw a fish at you and you go whoa, and then you walk around the touristy <laughs> spot, and you and we went to the original Starbucks and I got a coffee uh-huh. and that was this thing. But then, me and Mike had some time to kill before we went back to the airport to fly to L.A. So we were just walking around the city, killing a whole Sunday afternoon. And we both had these big backpacks because we had a camping sketch that we were doing. Right. And we had all of our clothes for the weekend in these camping packs. So (laughs) we were like hauling them everywhere. And Mike, do you remember we were like at near like the marina or whatever. And a dude, like an older guy (laughs) walked up to us and he was like, hey, just want to say I really admire what you guys are doing. Oh, like we're right. like we're trekking around the country. Yeah, he he was like an old Kerouac uh, <laughs> on the road guy, and he thought that we were just going where the wind takes us. Yeah, and and he went on a whole thing about how cool that it was, and he was happy to see we were doing it. And then we, I got it, and I was like, no, I'm not going to say anything. And then Mike, you were like, Well, yeah, because we're flying back to Bur- Burbank later. <laughs> <laughs> and like we have, we explained like we both have like entertainment jobs in Los Angeles in offices. What could be the no. least? The least. Well, thanks, so sir, sad. but we're flying back to Burbank now. Uh, I wasn't too, I, you know, I wasn't hyped on that trip. That was, oh, a, yeah. that was a rough one. They were mean to us. Tim and I stayed in a shitty, the whole, the whole sketch fest put you up in like, not in a hotel, but like people volunteered and you could stay at their house. Uh, yeah, and we no. stayed, oh, yeah. Tim and I stayed upstairs in this guy's attic that wasn't finished and like you could hear wind like coming through the cracks in the walls and stuff it was freezing up it was freezing (laughs) i slept on a military cot it was so cold and the guy was in a neil young cover band yeah uh that that's back when like any city could be like uh sketch fest bangor maine we were like (laughs) we'll fly we'll pay our own way we'll fly but we did have some great Cuban sandwiches at one point. Yes, we went to Paseo in Fremont and had some delicious Cubanos. Jeff, what are your final thoughts on the Irish coffee? It rules. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. I'm I, Honestly, it's even better than appointment only. Whoa. And also, appointment only isn't a distinction of quality necessarily. It's not like, oh, it's so bad, I only want it when it's appointment only. 
It's a certain distinction. Oh, <laughs> oh I love a certain distinction. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's that little distinction. It's not a mark of like a lack of stars, mm. you know, of low yeah. quality. But this this is like, I wouldn't do this all the time because it's like a weird thing to have a bunch of caffeine and, um, you know, what do they call it? Uh, a speedball? It's kind of like a, yeah. it's like a poor man's speedball. It's like an upper and a downer at the same time. Mm. It's a little confusing to the system. Yeah. I think that you should write a book about cocktails and it's called Appointment Only. And then when they adapt that to be a movie, they don't want to use the same title. So they call it A Certain Distinction. <laughs> <laughs> a Certain Distinction sounds like an, er- an erotic fanfic. Uh, I know. Like a Fifty Shades of Red. It's, it's kind of like a cocktail guy who's a real take oh charge. God. He's got a little black book with appointments for all of his drinks. <laughs> don't end up in my book. I've got you. At the end of the movie, he's like, I've got you penciled in for... February 14th. <gasps> oh, he fell in love. <laughs> well, I'll say this. Irish coffee, I've got you pegged. <laughs> Ooh. Well, surely somebody has an additional segment. Oh, <laughs> that's it for the Irish. That's it for the Irish coffee. Okay. Now here we go. <laughs> yeah, let's put this baby to bed. <laughs> the coffee has not kicked in yet, if you know what I mean. No, no, no. We've been talking. I think one of you guys mentioned uh, coffee uh, or during this oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. And um, that means that it's time for uh-huh. the Javalanche. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What was that sound? That was the sound <laughs> of... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the javelins. Ooh. Yeah, that means it's time for the... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did I toast out here? I'll hold it farther. It's time for the... <laughs> the javelins. Oh, much better. Night and good, day, good, good, Tim. Good. Go on. Okay, well, that MP3 was called Avalanche Sound Effect, so I don't think it did its job. Maybe I overmodulated. Uh, Tim, I thought it was a, a coffee bean grinder. That's what oh. I thought. Maybe it was coffee beans in an avalanche. Was it, yeah, was it a coffee bean avalanche, Tim? Yes, I searched uh, a sound archive for a coffee bean avalanche. How did you pick? Here's basically, I mean, you've had, um, you've heard of quizzes, and you could imagine what a coffee quiz would be like. Hmm. And you could imagine that I would put together a coffee quiz that has like, a lot of interesting facts that are kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. But let's say that there's not just a couple of questions. What if there's so many questions that it's almost a... <laughs> Javalanche. Yeah, what if indeed. Yeah. What if? So, I But that's a, not this, is it? <laughs> oh, I, I brought it up as a hypothetical, and now the twist turn is that it's happening today. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And we're stuck in the middle of it. Yeah, you're, you're stuck, and you can't get out of it. Guys, I'm going to ask you um, trivia questions about coffee, and you are going to blurt them out. You don't buzz in. You don't say your name. You just try to win the game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're, are you ready for the for the? Uh, I'm not gonna play the sound effect again, but you know it's the Javalanche. Okay, <laughs> Javalanche. Javalanche begins, and here we go with question number one. The classic '80s commercial "Peter Comes Home" Folgers. was an ad. 
Oh my God, Michael is fast. Folgers. What did you even say? Folgers? Folgers. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now, keep it moving as part of the Javelinch. Next question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Javelinch doesn't slow down. Abigail Folger, the heiress to the Folger's coffee fortune, was murdered by what deranged hippie family? Whoa, Manson. Yes, Michael. Uh, I was thinking of deranged hippie families, and I was like, what's the one? <laughs> there are so many to choose from. What industrial rock band recorded a hit album in the house where Abigail Folger was murdered? Nine Inch Nails. Yes. Ooh. Michael, how do you feel about that? I'm, I'm, I was about my first thought was what is industrial rock exactly? Now, now, quick before we move, before we move on, not to hold up the the javelinche. Uh, <laughs> I thought that that was the um, Sharon Tate house, but it's not. It is. Yep. Uh, it is. Mm-hmm. Was she I, hanging out with Tate? She and Jay Sebring, a famous hairstylist, were hanging out with Sharon Tate. Oh, interesting. I wonder if they named the Seaburn convertible after that guy. If there are any Pontiac people listening, reach out. Let us know where the Seaburn car name came from. Moving on. Even if there's any Chrysler people. Guys, honestly, <laughs> it's Very time good, Michael. For, for more of the... Javelinch. <laughs> yeah, keep it coming. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm, in, I'm amped up now in this coffee, this decaf coffee. In the 1990s, which brand of coffee made a series of soap opera style commercials telling the ongoing Maxwell House? No, telling the ongoing love story about a couple dating, bonding over a certain brand of coffee. Oh. Folgers. No. Fuck. You can keep guessing. I know this. You can guess all you I want. I know this. Yeah. Taster's Choice? Yes. Oh, Michael. fuck. <laughs> My parents love that shit. That's so funny. I didn't realize it's like the two hands that are like kind of petting each other, like uh, touching. Uh, they they revisited it over years. Like they they would like slowly dole out what's going on with this couple. Like they meet for coffee, but then they're not dating. But then they are, and then eventually they get married, <laughs> and eventually they became the Nescafe Gold Blend couple. <laughs> that was like when they were married. <clears throat> okay, moving on with the Javelinch. Name the film. That this quote comes from. Mm. You ready? Yes. Mm. God damn, Jimmy. This is some serious gourmet. Twin Peaks. This is some serious gourmet shit. Usually me and Vince would be happy with some freeze-dried taster's choice. Yes, it is Pulp Fiction. God damn it. Also, I Twin Peaks is a show, not a movie. I was going to say Fire Walk With Me. <laughs> I, I should have had a Twin Peaks question because of the damn fine coffee, but I didn't think to do it. That's where I was going. Was that Sam Jackson who did that line? Because you did a yes. great impression. Thank you. And he's talking to uh, Quentin Tarantino in the kitchen there. Very wow, funny. Tarantino. Okay, moving on. Who said this? Uh-huh. You cannot pee into a Mr. Coffee and get taster's <laughs> Dana choice. Dana Carvey. Yes, Dana Carvey from his uh, fuck. He's critiquing uh, Waterworld. Water okay. Yummy, yummy. In a 1998 commercial for the 1010-220 long-distance phone call code, <laughs> which famous comedian said this? Wow, buck 75 for a cup of joe? Spade. Oh, no. Close. No. Uh, oh, it's... Buzz, Buzz Melman. Or uh, no. Bud Melman. He was once impersonated by Dana Carvey on Weekend Update. Oh, oh fuck, fuck. shit. I know oh, his uh, Dennis name. Miller. Dennis God, Miller. No. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Okay, Wait. Now, 
just to slow things down, who's the guy? You can't stop the Java Lynch. Who's the Who's the blonde Boston comedian who's like a Dennis uh, real Leary? Snarky Dennis Leary. Oh, it sounds like a a Dennis Leary type line. Also, that was funny. Remember ten ten two twenty, and then ten ten three two one had David Arquette, and it was like a whole thing. Like dial down the <laughs> yeah, center. Dial down the center. Um. Okay, here we go. Here's a film question. So, Jeff, you better get ready. Okay. In Back to the Future. Mm -hmm. Marty and Doc. Marty goes to a diner, and he served a cup of black coffee. What line did he say that prompted the server to give him that cup of coffee? They've got a whole little who's on first thing going on. Back to the Future 1? Back to the Future Part 1. Coke? Diet Cola? He starts off by saying, I'll have a tab. And the guy yeah. says, Deb, you haven't even, even eaten yet. And then he says, I'll have a Pepsi free. And he says, if you, if you got yeah. a Pepsi, you're going to pay for it. And then yeah. Marty gives up and he says, just give me something without any sugar in it, okay? And out comes the coffee. Moving on with the Java Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another okay. film one. In the hit film, Jack and Jill. Adam Sandler's character mm. shows Al Pacino a rough cut of the Dunkachino. Dunkin' Donuts. Donuts. Yes, but listen. He shows Damn. Pacino a rough cut of the Dunkachino commercial they've made together. Yes, yes. What is Al Pacino's response? Burn this. Burn, Burn this. every all oh, copies. Yes. That is that's really funny. Uh, it's so funny. I just really I don't even it. know if I've seen that whole movie, but I've Jeff. I think told me about the Dunkachino thing. Um, uh, you know what I heard? You know what I heard about that? It was that, like, first of all, Robert Smigel directed that commercial. I don't think he directed all of Jack and Jill. Maybe he did. Well, you you just stepped on the next question and blew it. But yes, you're right. He's not a he's not a credited writer on the film overall. But Genius.com did give him songwriting credit for that song. So I think he okay. came in and did that. Somebody told me a story about how like it was it was taking too long to shoot and. Uh, Pacino was there standing like looking like an idiot and he was like Robert <laughs> <laughs> Robert oh it's so funny and Pacino's so good in it I always hate celebrity cameos in comedies and he his dancing is so great and he and just the idea like it's not Al anymore the name's Dunk <laughs> the name's Dunk and to see him go so like hard into committing to it and then watching it and being like, burn this. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, what was he well, thinking? Like, what did he set? think was happening when he was doing like, hey, that? He's a committed actor. He was good on the day. <laughs> Guys, I would love to talk Pacino and Smigel, but it's time for more Java Lanch. Okay. And it's still a film question. The film Coffee and Cigarettes was directed by whom? Jim Jarmish. Yes, Duddy Buddy is catching up. I almost said Jake Jarmish. Would that have been acceptable? Yes, but you didn't say. For it. anyone interested, I just watched Ghost Dog. <laughs> um, I always like Down by Law. Very funny one. Okay, moving on. When you are greeted at Starbucks, hmm. what does the barista say? What can I prepare for you? So what close. Can I get started for you? There it is, Michael Hanford. What can I get started for you today? Gadoosh. That's not what they say to me when I go to Starbucks. They say, oh, shit. Here comes that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes that motherfucker. And now, I'm going to give you a famous song lyric, and you give me the name of the band. 
Ooh. The best soy latte that you've ever had. Is this some like Seattle 90s bullshit? Nope, it's a hit song you know. The best soy latte that you ever had. Oh boy. I'm going to give you the song title and then you still have to say the band. Okay. Drops of Jupiter. Train. Jefferson. Train. Ooh. Uh, Sticking with a little bit of music here. Uh, Mitsubishi Macchiato (laughs) was the working title. Of the most recent album by which current American rock band? Foo Fighter. What? Foo Fighter. <laughs> the album was eventually officially titled Father of the Bride. Ah, Vampire oh, Weekend. Oh, fuck, there you go. I was going to say it, fuck. <laughs> also, that's not my band. I shouldn't have that point. Mike, you should have that point. <laughs> I gave Mike the point. Thank Wait, you. was there... Uh, was there Oh, no, there was no. I was just very yeah, he, close to getting he, he, he it. My, Tim, I was so close to getting it. Okay, okay, okay. Here <laughs> Can we you go. Put that down. Stan the Java Man was a hit character on this. Seinfeld. No. Mad TV. It's Curb. <laughs> Curb. Curb. It's Mad TV. God damn it! Fuck. <laughs> what am I? Wait, wait. Who's the one from Curb? Java Joe. Java Joe. But Jeff, I'm gonna give you uh, a side point. Because the guy that played Stan the Java Man plays the bizarro <laughs> version of Kramer in the Bizarro World episode. <laughs> oh my god! So congratulations. Okay, I'll take it. I'll show. <laughs> you gotta take it when you can get it. Now the side point can be traded in for one real point, or you can just keep it on the side. You decide later. Ooh, um, Tim, I'm gonna think about it. Okay, you think about it. Um, which comedy group did an episode of their Comedy Central series called Coffee Shop, where they all opened their own coffee Stella. shop? Stella. Yes, Michael. Fuck. I was a millisecond behind. Boy, this is really is a Java Lanch. Yeah, uh, where's the end of this Java Lanch? <laughs> We're in the home stretch, and you're going to feel it because here we go. We're going to feel it. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <laughs> We're going to feel that, we, be don't, our first three that hour we don't like this. <laughs> Okay, the question is, oh, there, there are three left, guys. Oh, this feels like the way um, Zuby Condorino felt when he, <laughs> he wouldn't shut up. No, 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 this is really good. This is he didn't actually, know when to stop, Zuby. Zuby would love this segment if we could hear it. But that's why it's a Javalanche. Final three questions. On the morning the Sloppy Boys filmed their hit music video, Lifeguard Life. Uh-huh. Who stopped at Starbucks and picked up a 96-ounce <laughs> coffee traveler Tim, for the whole Tim crew? Tim did. Yes. Tim did. <laughs> yes. For the whole crew. A warm-hearted man. <laughs> the whole crew of us and two other people. <laughs> Five people in that building total. <laughs> the entire crew. Okay. On the hit podcast, The Sloppy Boys, Ooh. Booze News Editor-in-Chief Tim Kalpakis <laughs> once sampled which brand of hard coffee? Babs. Yes. Oh, nice. Now, see, I'm not very good at the quizzes, I think, historically. I feel like I'm in the lead now. Tim, is that incorrect? That can't be true. I'm counting. <laughs> yeah, what is it? 20 to 21? No, well, it all depends. Jeff, do you want to use your side point? <laughs> you know, Tim, I've thought about it. I'd like to exchange my side point for a point. Okay. Um, oh, no, this could fuck me. I'm just doing the conversion rate here. Okay. Yeah, this shouldn't take too long. Jeff, you have I six. I thought it was one to one. Uh, no, it's a half. Oh, fuck. Um, you have oh. six and a half. Mike has 10. What the fuck? <laughs> I think. I don't know. I, I had a lot of Jameson. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll take it. Here's what it's you're not going right. to believe. 
Um, uh-huh. Michael, with your consent, I'm going to make the final question for all the marbles. <laughs> yes, I want to do that. He consented. I need to do that. Okay, so Michael agreed. Jeff has traded in his side point. It, we are the winner of this takes it all. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. What does Michael Scott's coffee mug say? World's best boss. Jefferson Dutton has won the. Does it say world's Jamalash. greatest boss? Oh, careful. Does it say greatest or best? Um, wait, what did you say? I said world's best boss. <laughs> I gotta look it up. This is the, the judges are reviewing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the judges didn't have the answer? Is it world's greatest? Best. Oh, thank Damn. fucking God. I do not know what the judges would have done if that was wrong. <laughs> I would have been fucked. Um, <laughs> Jeff, you won the Javalanche, so that means that Michael has to give you some scratch-off money. Damn it. All right, I'll send that your way. Hey, Mike, pay up. Ah, shit. I had it. I shouldn't have agreed to that uh, final point gets the whole thing. <laughs> yep. But, and also, like, it didn't benefit you in any way. It's not like it would have doubled your winnings. But, no. Uh, thanks for playing the Javalanche. I wouldn't even gotten more scratch-off money. I don't hey, this, that's a good, uh, we should do more uh, lanches. Yeah, especially when it's the... Javalanche. <laughs> 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 Goodbye! Oh, Tim got swept away in the Java lane. Oh my god, he's gone. <laughs> Alright, let's wrap this turkey up. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash the sloppy boys you've been thinking about it it's time to head on over there and make some clicks baby take the plunge yeah we love those patrons get in there we're having some fun we're doing a lot of crazy crap over there (laughs) (laughs) we are spouting off over there if you really think about it what have we done recently i'm trying to think on the on the patreon we've done the songs we've hated the most our most hated songs best cover songs best cover song we did Slapshot, the movie. We ran a mile. Each of us ran a mile. And oh, we that was miserable. Discuss that. This, these, this is must-listen stuff. It's awesome. Yes, it's fucking fun. This podcast kind of sucks, but the Patreon is great. Oh, the Patreon. You, you didn't hear it here, but this shit sucks. Ooh, that this Patreon sucks. Mm. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Oh, and also, Kiss the Blarney Stone. Next week is St. Patty's Day. Don't kiss the Blarney Stone. The locals pee on it. (laughs) 